Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 164. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan and Ed. We're going to get into the arc of New Year, New Blue by tilting people into another dimension. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going to continue the arc of New Year, New Blue with a deck that's going to blow people's minds and then we're going out of their head oh right out of their head into (laughs) another dimension followed closely by their body it's gonna the spaghettification will be real uh then we're gonna go down to -to face-to-facegames.com open right here in saskatoon we're gonna play some games with some members of cco nation it's gonna be a great day we're gonna drink some beers we're gonna eat some food it's gonna be a good time but before we do any of that we have to thank our official, official sponsors, face-to-facegames.com. In light of putting on great events here in Saskatoon, they're also Canada's biggest magic store. Yeah, very much so. In addition to Saskatoon, of course, they do the whole face-to-face tour. Yes. Of which we visit a couple events per year. I wanted to go to Edmonton next weekend, but I was just in Edmonton last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's enough Edmonton for, like, this half decade. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we could, like, get a ride with somebody, but, like... It's pretty short notice. Now just that, taking the time off. Yeah, now that we're thinking about that, it's like I just thought of it right now as we're talking, but it's like, yeah, it might be too short notice. That's nah, fine. It's Sorry. fine. Sorry, Edmonton friends. We'll get you next time. Yeah, you know what? And whenever we go to the face-to-face opens, we do get a little bit of, I'll say, swag. We got CCO stickers. We got some packs. We'll, we'll uh, I should have brought some playmats. Shit. <laughs> I have my playmat. I suppose I could just give that away. Mine's all signed by all the members of the nation. I want to keep mine. Oh, yeah. Well, mine's not. Oh well, and I got go. a couple more sitting in in the office. So <laughs> maybe one lucky point is people are going to get stuff when they come and jam with us because we're looking for fun games, right? Yes, and yeah, we don't play for prizes; we play for fun. At the is... end of the day, the the prizes for me is seeing what people open, and if it's really really good, that makes me happy. And the prize for you, I think, is when people open stuff and it's really really bad, it... and you just dunk all over them. <laughs> That's a prize for me. <laughs> so yeah, super fun. So continuation of the arc. New year, new you. The U is a U, and it stands for blue. That's right. New and interesting ways to play blue. If you didn't pick all of that up from Brando's intro, (laughs) (laughs) I hope that he can splice it all together. It's going to sound great. Okay. Well, I believe you. Episode 164. This week, we have a Patreon-submitted list from our preferred decklist channel on the Discord this one, I saw it and I immediately knew that we were going to feature it and Brando was going to love it. And I do. Big shout out to DJ. Not DJ from Jumbo Commander. Yeah, F that guy. Yeah, totally. DJ, a.k.a. Dolphin Jesus. Ooh, do we, should we get like a dolphin sound? If you can find one. Sick. <laughs> if you can find one. He submitted this list. And gave us a little write-up, and I read the description in the in the tapped-out link. Today's Commandy, give it a read. Johan. Johan is a legend. 5-4 for red, green, white, three. Hmm. Go on. Hmm. And if he does not attack and is not tapped, any of your creatures may attack without tapping, which is to say if he is untapped, all your creatures have vigilance. Okay, so we would expect, as per EDH rec, we would maybe expect a bunch of exert mechanics, mana dorks that can tap post-combat, things with activated abilities, what have you. Sure. That's traditionally what it is, but you know how we do in the niche... Yeah, we don't do that. ...is we don't do what everybody else does, as frequently as possible. Also, exert is just terrible. So, I I seen the post of this, and it says there are roughly... 29 counter spells that are not blue. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to build not the typical Naya super fun, stompy, value, good stuff aggro deck. Yeah, balls that. We're going to build a blue deck because it's the new year and we are going to do new you in green, red, white. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, instant CCO classic, right? Absolutely. Top echelon of of CCO podcasts in the same tier as Loser Roll Call, Punch, (laughs) Fist, Empress Galena Beat You Up, 
and make America great again. <laughs> All decks that we have done in the past. Check our backlog on the website, <laughs> yes. commandercookout.com. Oh, that's it. And if you want to get in on any of the conversation on this, I think you'll be able to get yourself entered into our latest deck giveaway, Mystic Intellect. That is the Savine Elsha Pramacon Precon. It's got a Doxide Extortionist in it. That's right. More importantly, Pramacon. More importantly, cut all that other junk, put Persistent Partitioners in. <laughs> I brought that deck today. <laughs> oh, no. So we're giving that away, and it's easy to win. You just have to interact on any of the deck giveaway posts on Facebook, YouTube, or... Twitter, at CCO Podcast, at CCO Brando. I think this week's Twitter question is going to be something along the lines of, what are your favorite non-blue counterspell upgrades that you're going to be putting in the Persistent Partitioner Pramacon deck that we're giving away? I like it. I like that (laughs) lots. Ooh, also, as an aside, great big thank you to everybody who contributed to my How Do I Build a Deck with No Creatures in It? question from the other day i got tons of lists got sent into me lots of response that was really cool so so thanks guys you're, you're helping me out a lot do you just play like demonic consultation and just you, 25 tutors you're just gonna have to wait and see like everybody else ryan oh yeah yeah i don't get special privileges no nope. i'm the president of the nation i'm the king of the nation but i'm an elected official the people actually like me I am not, and people say they like me because if not, I'll just roll through the streets on a parade while wearing no clothes, and people will have to respect me. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cold out. <laughs> yeah, it is It is not the nicest day. Although we are wearing light jackets because it's going to, this is going to sound ridiculous to some of our, our southern listeners. It's plus four today. Yeah, it's only, It's. I was going to say, it's only one degree below freezing today. Well, I guess right now, but right it's going to go up to plus four. So I wore my spring coat. Yeah. I see you got your spring coat. It is a great day. You could peep it on the pre-show. It came out on YouTube yesterday. You'll you'll see it there. I'll link to it. It'll be on our Twitter. Yeah. So got a couple couple Patreon shout-outs to do. Wonderful. Yeah. People are liking the option for their choice of patron sign-up gifts. Of course, you've got discount on a future altar from myself. That is my real job. You've got funny, what did we say? interpretive very loose use of the word craftsmanship and creativity and storytelling in a brando altar yep, and i try really 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 hard and people actually like those it's funny <laughs> we got more people wanting those than my <laughs> altars <laughs> and you know what happened at edh and the other night what's that some guy was like okay i want i want to do this but i want to do it like with markers and sharpies and stuff and i was talking to brando how to do altars with markers and sharpies i was like god damn it just ask me <laughs> well i i know that you use like paints and stuff i know brando uses markers so i wanted to talk to him like people are going to you for the altar advice i'm like fuck oh yeah so brando does the uh, does the cco altars usually on tokens or something if, if you sign up, we send you a personalized thank you and we ask you what benefits you want. Make sure if you want a Brando token altar, you tell us what kind of token it is. Yeah, we can typically find any sort of token that's kicking around. If I have one, uh, I can get a hold of, of Joel has tons, Ryan has I've got lots. tons, yeah. Like, we can get them, so just, just let us know. As long as it's not something super obscure like the Ogre token from a Kazool Tyrant yeah, of the Yeah, or like cliffs. a Sapperling token from Invasion. Yeah, like those are tough to get, but uh, but we do our best to make sure that everybody gets something that they're, that they're looking yeah, for. Yeah, what are the standards? Goblin, Zombie, Soldier, and probably like 4-4 Angel. We've got yeah. lots of those. Yeah. Snakes. Snakes, yeah. Like snakes. You, probably got Ooze tokens kicking around. Oh, yeah, I do, Spirit I do. Spirit tokens from, oh, we got OG Spirit tokens from like uh, Innistrad or Avacyn Restored. I was thinking Kamigawa. It's like, dude, like I only have Ooh. a couple of those. I don't know if I want to... <laughs> yeah. That's it. So that is, of course, Patreon sign-up benefits. You can get CCO stickers if you're not into altars as well, of course. So big shout-out to, this is a badass name. Maybe just keep keep his name. No. Cable Beck. Those don't always sound like names in my head, but that's his name. So is he a time traveler or is he a musician? Ooh. Both? Can you be both? I guess you could be. Which way would you go? If you're a musician and you could travel through time, do you go forward or backward? Like, do you do you take your sound from the future back into the past and, like, do it like Elvis did? Or do you take your sound from, like, the past and then bring it into the future and, like, try and start a, a, a retro revolution? A revival, like the, the kind of the, the 60s, 70s 
kind of rock pop that's popular right now. Yeah. Like like what do you which way would you go? <clears throat> I think you have to go backwards. I think you have to go backwards and and really like take a look at what went on in between where you came from and where you went backwards to look at all the things were pop- that were popular and and try to create something like all of that was so you can like corner the market on it you know it'd be hella easier i guess to go back but like think about all the stuff that happened to like the big innovators right like 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 uh, kurt cobain or elvis or the beatles that people like ripping their hair out and shit killing them yeah murdering them on the street like you had crazy dudes with crosses carved into their foreheads brainwashing people and killing celebrities yeah, to maybe your, going back isn't what you want to do. Blaming your songs, right? Like, you got to be careful with that kind of shit. Yeah. So what do, what do we call them? Time traveling cable back? Time traveling time cop cable back. <laughs> there we go. There it is. Time cop cable back. I just watched a Van Damme movie last night. I watched Lionheart. That's the one where he's in the oh, foreign yeah. legion. And then he like, his brother, of course his brother gets killed. Yeah. By like a bunch of drug dealers. It's like and every Van Damme movie except for Street Fighter where his his buddy Carlos Blanca gets killed. And no, he doesn't kill. He's turned into yeah, Blanca from he, the games. He gets ki- killed. He gets killed, and but by by getting killed, I mean getting turned green <laughs> <laughs> with or, with crazy orange hair. Yeah. Oh God. All right. What's the next one? Ryan? I just saw Time Cop VHS at the Antique Mall in Edmonton. Oh shit! Did you buy it? No. Oh. No. I said to, I said to the boy though. I was like, eh, maybe we'll watch some of those movies one day, <laughs> which which means we will. 100 percent. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Time Cop Cable Beck, long story short, thank you, welcome to yeah. CCO Nation, also F you. F you indeed. Next shout out, Matt Flucher. Speaking of future, this is Flucher. We're going to call him Meat Flucher. Meat Flucher. Yeah. Go, oh, I love it. That is the greatest. M Flucher. Don't ask me what M stands for. That's probably what he says to everybody. Probably. Big, big shout out and thank you. Last one, and I have no idea how to pronounce this last name. First name, William. Okay. S- second name, Tone Jess. Kind of sounds like Tone Deaf, like when I say his name. Should we go Bill Tone Deaf? Yes. Yes. Bill, Bill Tone, Tone Deaf. Deaf. Thank you. Welcome. I don't know why you would want a nickname for pledging, but that is another benefit. It is where we have ended up. <laughs> <laughs> so big thanks to all the patrons. Deck. Deck. All right, we will jump right in. We start with the creatures. Creech. We go alphabetically. Usually I drag them around so that they're not alphabetical, but we had lots going on this morning, so I didn't get a chance to do that. Wait, hang on. There we go. Did it. All right. <laughs> Dragged one creature. Yeah, one creature, and it's a good one. I'm excited about this creature. So we're going to talk with the first one. It's Backdraft Hellkite. Backdraft Hellkite is a 4-4 flying dragon for Red Red 3. First time we ever played this, I think. When it attacks... Each instance and sor- instant and sorcery in your graveyard has flashback until end of turn, and it's flashback equal to its CMC. That's really cool. So this is Snapcaster Dragon. It's it's Past in Flames Dragon. Past in Caster Dragon. Ooh, so I, Past Caster Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> past Caster Dragon. Does this count as card draw? Because it's repeatable. I wasn't sure where to categorize this when when we mm. take a look at like how many of each kind of card the deck has. I don't think so. It's I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? There's there's kind of three cards in the deck like this. So, I'll mention them when we get to them. Sure. Now, I like this creature lots and I will end up buying it and playing them. It's Frontline Medic. This is a 3/3 three, three for 3 in white human cleric battalion. So, whenever it attacks with at least Two other creatures, so battalion kind of triggers when you attack with three things, right? Yep. Okay. When you attack with three creatures, creatures you control are indestructible until end of turn. Ooh. Ooh. So attack with three creatures, fine. Wrath the board, all your stuff lives. Cool. Also, sacrifice frontline medic, counter target spell with X in its mana cost unless its controller pays three. There's our first instance of non-blue counter spells. Yeah, nice Genwave butthole. Yeah. Nice blue sun for your whole deck butthole. We were talking before the show, save for infinite mana. Yeah. Why is that good? Why is that good? Typically, soft counters where they can pay aren't very good in EDH, but in X's case... Yeah, people are always Xing their way out, and they're tapped out because they're going for the big swingy splashy edh play and they get wrecked or like okay so you're playing your selesnia deck you gen wave for 13 and you have 
14 mana available because you have a path to exile in your hand. You, yeah. you, you can't use that one to pay three, right? Yeah. So that's a cool card. That's a neat one. Next up, we got Charmbreaker Devils. This is the second instance of, is this card draw? No. Okay, it's a 4-4 four, four for red and five. It's a devil. At the beginning of your upkeep, return an instant or sorcery card at random from your graveyard to your hand. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, Charmbreaker Devils gets plus four, plus oh until end of turn. I've tried to play this card a bunch of times. Well, yeah, I, I, I always pull it out when I'm building a deck with red in it, which is all the time. And I just never, it usually gets like that first round of cuts. Like it's usually one of the first cards I cut. You know what? The classic thing where EDH of old, five, six years ago, this would have been a good card at six CMC and you can beat face for, for eight or you cast a pump spell on it and you beat face for like 11. It's pretty good. It's a cool card, but this card I think in today's game needs to cost three or four and be like a two, two. I think that this is one of those cards that'll go into like a, if you're doing a, not all the way to 11, like a feather deck or something. Oh, yeah. I think it would be really good. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And it does the, cost six. You know what's funny is the all the way to 11 feather decks are going to get all their instants and sorceries back because they're going to be they're going to be trying to cast feather on turn two or three every time. Yeah. And they're not going to have things to take advantage with the charm breaker. And they're not going to want to pay six. Yeah. If they want to pay six, they're going to cast six different spells targeting Feather. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we're going to Dual Caster Mage. Oh, yeah, I like this one. Human Wizard 2-2 two, two for Red Red 1. Flash. Enters the battlefield. Copy target instant or sorcery. Choose new targets for the copy. So you can take those extra turn spells. You yep. can change the targets of counter spells to counter spell the counter spell. You can do all sorts of shit with this deck. Yep, yep. That, that is a cool card. All right, next up we have an Eternal Witness. We all know Eternal Witness. Gets a thing back. Graveyard Gitter Backer. Oh, I didn't count that one, actually. We got 10, 10 Graveyard Gitter Backers. Yeah. I didn't count that one. That's a good one. Uh, we got Gutter Snipe. Instance or Sorcery, when you cast it, deals two damage to each each opponent. That's a 2-2 two, two Goblin for three. Check this out. Yeah, we got two finishers. Bang, bang. Check these out. Kozilek, Butcher of Truth. And? Kozilek, the Great Distortion. That one's a counter spell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I counted these in our eight instances of card draw. They both cost 10. They're both 12-12s. Wow. When Butcher of Truth enters the battlefield, or when you cast it, draw four cards. It's got Annihilator 4, so when it attacks, defending player has to sack four permanents. If it dies, shuffle it and your whole graveyard into your library. Fine. 12-12 is the Great Distortion. When it enters the battlefield, you draw up to seven cards, right? Yes. You, you you fill your hand back up to seven is what I mean. Correct. So if you have like six, you draw one. If you have two cards in your hand, you draw five. It could be a draw one. It could be a draw none. It could be a draw seven. Yeah. It's got menace. Got to be blocked by two creech. And you can discard a card with converted mana cost X to counter a spell with converted mana cost X. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I've seen this used to great effect where you can fill your hand up to seven, discard everything, and then blink it or bounce it. Oh, sorry, you, you can't blink it. You do have to cast it. So you have to bounce it to your hand, then cast it again, which is in like a Kozilek, dedicated Kozilek deck that has all the artifact mana. It's not hard. Just like erratic portal it to your hand and then cast it again and have 25 mana left over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are our finishers, I think. Hey, we've got those and we've got one other alt-win-con finisher. Let's talk about for just a second how Johan and Kozilek the Great Distortion have kind of the same art. I'm going to say it here. They're the same person. Oh, yeah, 100%. Definitely the same person. The same yeah. person. So we're going to hear more about Johan in upcoming stories right before we fight the Eldrazi again. Yeah. It's going to be up. He was really pissed off that his card sucked so bad, so he went into the Blind Eternities, and he got all messed up on drugs, and he came back, and he's Kozilek. Yeah, for for sure. And you know what? Like the We're going back to Dominaria eventually, probably. Eventually, probably. <laughs> going back to Zendikar. You know, they're going to mix in Johan and all the Eldrazi all together. Definitely. Yeah, 100%. we're calling it now. Yeah, 100% that's happening. All right, we'll continue moving. We got another another new card that I'm actually interested in playing sometime. I play this card. This is cool. I like this one. Uh, Orzov Advocate. Yeah, this is a 1-4, which is a good blocker for white 2 human advisor. I play that in Primacon, advisor petitioners. Of course you do. Yeah. At the beginning of your upkeep, each player may put 2 plus 1 counters on a creature they control. If a player does, creatures that player controls can't attack us until our next turn, where they get that choice again, of course. 
I dig on that. Yeah, so it incentivizes people to buff their dude and then attack someone else. Well, they have to attack somebody else, but... Yeah, well, if they choose not to put counters on, they can still attack us. Or they just put the counters on and then don't put counters on and slap us with that dude later, but... We worry about later, later. Yeah, we la- worry about later, later. We got removal spells. Well, if, if later it happens to be now, then we'll fucking kill it. <laughs> <It's> fine. <laughs> All right, next up, we got a Rex Sage. Everybody knows Rex Sage. Yeah, ETBs kills something. Yeah. I countered that in our removal suite. It's very good. We have a Sun Titan. I think everybody knows Sun Titan by now, yeah, too, hey? Six, six for six attacks or ETBs. You get a three drop back to the battlefield. A, th- a three or less drop that you can get back to the battlefield could be a Vexing Shusher. Ooh, yeah. 2-2 two, two Goblin Shaman can't be countered for Grill Grill Hybrid Hybrid. You could pay Grill Hybrid. Target spell can't be countered by spells or abilities. That lets you target a spell that you cast or somebody cast that is on the stack. Yeah. That is kind of like counter target spell that is countering your spell. It's basically got um, a better version of... Guttural response on it. Sort of, yeah. You know what You know what I think I would use this as in this deck is I'm casting something and somebody tries to counter my spell, I counter it. Yeah, you counter their counter. Yeah. yeah or, or if somebody's countering something that we want to resolve, like I imagine this deck wouldn't mind really seeing Wrath of God be cast, right? Yeah. Because we want the creatures to die. If somebody's trying to counter that Wrath of God, we can just go like, yeah, no vexing shusher, sorry. This is a solid card. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have another Devils in Wildfire Devils. Oh, yeah. 4-2 Devil for Red 3 when it enters the battlefield and at the beginning of your upkeep, choose a player at random. Ooh, okay. That player exiles an instant sorcery card from their graveyard and we can copy it and we can not pay for it. <laughs> yeah, so we can cast it for free. Oh. That's a... That's and that a... happens at the beginning of the upkeep. Yeah. Okay. And when it comes into play. So it's, it's a cool card. So we can just pick... Any player at random, and we pick, we can pick ourselves too. Well, it's at random, so you don't get to pick anything. Oh, you pick the player at random. Yeah, that player exiles an instance or sorcery card from their graveyard. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so like it's one of those cards where you may or may not get something good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you land on yourself, you're going to get it's, something good. It's too bad that you can't pick the player and then have the the spell choice be random. Ooh, you just cool. pick a player that has one thing in their graveyard, then you get it, right? Yeah. But that's a, obviously that's why they did it the way that they did it, right? You pick the player at random that has nothing in their graveyard. That's fine. It's a good card. Uh, how about Wart the Raid Mother? We talked played this already before. Yeah, we've built this deck. This is 3-3 Goblin Shaman for Gruel Gruel 4. When it enters the battlefield, you get two red and green goblin tokens, and then each red and green instance or sorcery you control has Conspire. Which means you can tap two creatures that share a color with the spell, and you copy it. Yeah, this this is actually... Do we have to control the spell? Mm, yes. It's like it's as you cast whatever, like if you go lightning bolt, you have to conspire it then. You don't conspire on the stack. Well, yeah, you do when it's on the stack. Well, yeah. spell. Yeah. What I mean is, is like if if F.U. Smitty casts lightning bolt, can we tap two of our guys to copy his spell? No. Oh, dang. That's yeah. okay. Uh, last creature is a young pyromancer. 2-1, cast an instant or sorcery, and you get a 1-1 one, one red elemental. I play that card in Zeta. Should we talk about some instants? Let's do this. Let's do some removal, and then we'll come back to the counter spells because that's what makes this deck so special. So for removal, we have an artifact mutation and an aura mutation. Destroys artifacts and enchantments respectively, and when you destroy them, you get one one green saplings equal to their converted mana cost. Uh, we got a grip. Yep. We all split know, second. We all know grip. We have a settle the wreckage. That exiles attacking creatures, and then you get. Basic lands for each creature exiled, right? Yep. Yes. We got a swords. Everybody yep. knows swords. And we have a, a, a new set special in Heliod's Intervention. Yeah, this one might be actually the best one. I know you think that the green one's the best one. Hell yeah. This is white, white X, instant, choose one, destroy X, target artifacts or enchantments, which is cool. That's why it's the best one. Or target player gains twice X life. Crap. Yes. Twice X life is cool in those white black decks where you're playing like false cure. Yeah. <laughs> Lose twice X life. Oh, no, it would be whenever you gain life, like false cures, whenever you gain life, you lose two instead. Yeah. So if you're going to gain like X equals 10, you're going to gain 20, you'd lose 40. Yeah. Cool. Die. <laughs> yeah. Get false cured, asshole. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, let's talk about some of these counter spells. Wait, is Boros Charm, is it a removal spell too? Yeah, it's kind of a counter spell if they're going to kill your stuff because you can choose the mode permanence you control gain indestructible. So they're going to cast a Terminate on your your Sun Titan. You can go Boros Charm. It fizzles it. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. All right, check this out. This has like one of my favorite pictures I've ever seen anywhere ever. I don't even know what that is. It's just a smashed up thing with a bunch of eyeballs. Yeah, it's like a smashed up clay pot with eyeballs on all the pieces it's very funny it's artifact blast we said a whole bunch of really weird and dirty sounding things smashed up balls pot (laughs) just don't google any of those words in any combination unless they're preceded by aura blast (laughs) instant for red counter target artifact spell Period. This is full stop. Yeah, that's awesome. 98 lines of flavor text. Yes. That's fine. It's basically all flavor text. You would drink for this card and open flip. Oh, yeah. 100%. Definitely. Uh, speaking of things that cost one, we have an avoid fate. Counter target instant or aura spell that targets a permanent we control. We were talking about this card. You were like, what about, what was the card that you recommended? Pacifism and... Uh, no, no, no. The, the card that you wanted to see in the deck. Uh, life oh. Force? Yeah, why are we playing Life Force? That's an enchantment, and you can activate its ability, green, green, counter target, black spell. Yeah. And you were like, well, we play Avoid Fate, right? And that counters an instant or aura spell that targets us. And I was like, well, it counters like Path to Exile and Terminate and stuff, right? Yeah. And you were like, Pacifism and Prison Term. And I was like, no, people play Prison Term now yeah. with Siona, Captain of the... Whatever from Theros Beyond Death, when you enchant a thing, you get a 1-1. Yeah. You move Prison Term to it, then you get a 1-1. You move Prison Term to it, you get a 1-1. Same with Shielded by Faith. So if you've got that Siona Selesnia deck in your meta, you could avoid Fate and avoid that Prison Term on our guy. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just play Siona in this deck, and then you've got another win condition. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. All right, we play Reverberate and Fork. Yeah, those... Copy an instant or sorcery spell and let you uh, choose new targets. We also play Wild Ricochet, which does the same thing, except it doubles the spell, and then you can choose new copies for both. Yes, very cool. I use those as counter spells more often oh, than yeah, not. Oh, yeah, because it's like Swerve. You can Swerve the counter spell to counter something else. Correct. Yeah. I super like this card, uh, Illumination. This is a Mirage special. Counter target, oh, oh white, white. Sounds kind of like blue-blue, except it's white. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Counter target artifact or enchantment spell. The spell's caster gains an amount of life equal to the spell's casting cost. Because white just can't have a counter spell. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's fine. We don't care about life gain because we're going to play some alternate win con or annihilate your whole board dot Kozilek. (laughs) Speaking of white can't have a counter spell, we have a mana tithe. Counter target spell. <laughs> Unless its controller pays one. For one white. It's force spike. Yep. It's color shifted force spike from legends. And it's got a dude on a scale with a bunch of money. Yeah. It's just awesome. I wish I was that dude. <laughs> now, I feel like something bad's about to happen to him. You probably don't want to be that guy. Yeah, he's getting judged. Yeah, man. That's fine. Uh, we have a pyroblast and a red elemental blast. For intents and purposes, they are counter target blue spell or destroy target blue permanent. Yeah, there are minutiae differences, but they are not important in this deck, so we will not go into them. Yeah. Uh, if you want to listen to us talk about the minutiae, listen to us talk about Ryan's Zata deck where we get where we get into it. Yeah, episode 101. I, I know that from looking up episode names there we go <laughs> now uh, stormier zada now stormier <laughs> yeah. all right we got uh rebuff the wicked rebuff the wicked that's like when you wash your car and then it rains and then you gotta rebuff it <laughs> this is a, a white for an instant counter target spell that targets a permanent you control so that is just counter spell if someone's trying to kill your creature five color mono white angels aaron 100 played that card yesterday no way to save morphone yeah oh man so that's a real card i yeah. saw it and i was like "Ooh, i saw that yesterday yeah that's real okay all right we got a uh sailor moon transformation sequence on return of the wild speaker yeah this is an instant every time we we have this card in a deck i always start with that this is an instant people yeah so green four choose one draw cards equal to the greatest power among non-human creature you control now remember we are playing some human human wizards in this deck that's fine or non-human creature you control get plus three plus three until end of turn 
I assume it's there to draw cards. Oh, yeah. It's fucking always there to draw cards unless you're going to kill somebody. And nobody's asked you to paint a sailor suit on him him yet, hey? No, I don't really do anime stuff. No, it's just a sailor suit. I suppose. Yeah. But but comically small sailor suit, like he stole it from Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah. Which would which would be funny and really creepy at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have one of my least favorite cards, but I understand its existence and I can appreciate it. It's Tef's protection. It phases you and everything you own out and you can't lose. Uh, where's my Tef's protection? What deck am I playing that in? Don't know. I gotta find that. Uh, how about Veil of Summer? Oh, Baby, this card is a monster. This is green to draw a card if an opponent has cast a blue or black spell this turn. Cool. Spells you control can't be countered this turn. Ooh, also cool. There's a period and there's another period. And then the card keeps going. Oh, yeah, for a lot more. You and permanents you control gain hexproof from blue and from black until end of turn. Holy shit. Yeah, that is just going to counter everybody's counter. That is going to draw you a card, and it's going to make it so your stuff can't get killed or bounced or yeah. countered. Yeah, it's it's pretty <laughs> damn good. <laughs> you and spells you control have hexproof from blue? Permanence you control, isn't it? Permanence. You, you and control. permanence you control. Okay. Yeah. Oh, jeepers, creepers. That's a gooder. <laughs> That's a gooder. When you cast that on somebody who's like obviously way better at magic than you, oh, oh. you're going to blow them onto the different onto a different planet. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's so good. Speaking of being blown onto a different planet, have you you been watching any YouTube recently at all? Uh, and this is out for anybody out there. Like I've been noticing this every video I watch now. It's got this advertisement for like a like a bow dog fight thing where it's like a bunch of amateur people and they just they just box each other. What? And like the the commentators are all like funny and there's guys flossing and they're dancing. And Taylor, a guy I work with, showed me one of the fights and you know that like bulldozer move where people just put their head down and like bull into you and like feed you shots to the body okay the, the commentators are all like oh yeah he's doing that bulldozer thing again i think you forgot the uppercut existed and like the guy's like just getting punched like the other guy's just kind of getting hit but he's sort of like you know he's, he's figured it out at this point right yeah. so puts his I, arms in nice and tight and then as soon as he sees an opening where the guy's winding up to give him a body shot he just clobbers him so it goes on for a little bit, and the commentators are making fun of this. Like, and he goes to like the the bulldozer move like four times, and finally the this other guy just hauls off and just drills him in the forehead, stands the guy up straight. The the announcer screams in true Joey Styles fashion, "Oh no, it's not working anymore!" And then he just gets drilled in the face and is oh, unconscious no. for the rest of his life. Like, I'll bet you he's dead <laughs> with how hard that man got punched. And I see ads for this this fight thing that's happening soon on YouTube all the time. And it's like, you're a spaceman now. Welcome to the moon. Because <laughs> people are just getting punched so hard. Oh, man. You know what? If, if people want to do amateur MMA or what have you, that's great. And that's like training and it's like good working out and it's maybe a way to make money if you're good, right? Sure. All I want to say is if you're into any of that, make sure the refing is on point because you can have real brain injuries. Yes. So make sure the refing is on point. You ever watch some of that real old UFC style stuff where the refs weren't quite as quick as they are now? <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Zoiks. <laughs> All right. Sorceries? Sorceries. We're going to go doggy style on these? We sure are, because the last one is the one that I think is the, the big one. Okay. So we're going to we're gonna start with Wrath of God. Kills all creatures, can't be regenerated. Vandal Blast. Kills all artifacts, or kills one artifact, but you always kill all of them. Ruination. Kills all the basic lands. Oh, I see a trend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about, this is a picture of a horse, right? Or like a stag? Yes. A, a, like a, a filigree Stag. I don't remember what that stuff's called. It's on it's on Arishkar's expertise. That's it. Six mana draw cards equal to the greatest power among creatures you control. Then play a five drop for free. I love that card. That is a card. That is one of my favorite cards. Regrowth. G gets, I love that card. That's a good one too. Gets a, a graveyard getter backer. Reap the past. X graveyard getter backer. Rampant growth. Gets you land. Past in flames. That's our other, I think it's a card draw spell because it gives the stuff in your graveyard flashback. It's like, until end of turn, cast this card, your hand goes up to like 15 cards. It's pretty good. It's all right. It's a pretty good card. Uh, mana Geyser. Yeah, if you can flash this baby back, you go Mana Geyser, Past in Flames, Mana Geyser. 
Yeah. You've got about 80 mana because it says add red to your mana pool for each tapped land your opponents control. What's the most you ever got off it? 25? 25 or 30. Like it's that that card is insane. You cast that on like turn five or six. Everybody's getting into the hey, this is my turn six play. This is gonna like feed me the rest of the game. And everybody does that. You've got 18 or 20 tapped mana that you're gonna get or tapped lands you're gonna get mana for. That's a card right there. The the best thing I've ever done with mana geyser, and I feel kinda of like a dirt bag for doing this, but I'm gonna take the hit, I'll be the scumbag today. I mana geyser. Well, you're the scumbag every day, and somehow I managed to get the batter out for being a scumbag. I, I mana geysered. I uh, blinked my Norn out. Yeah. Played a Perforos. Yes. And then played a Decree of Annihilation. Ooh. Yep. And then you got one, your your. I 100% won that game. You got your Norn back, dealed two to everybody, yep. and then for the rest of the game, whenever anybody did anything, Norn blinked and Perforos came. Gave you two damage. And it took a lot of time before anybody else started playing land again. Oh, it was good. It was real good. <laughs> it was real good. We've got a Kadama's Reach and a Cultivate. Search for two land, one into hand, one into play. Hull Breach. Destroy an artifact or an enchantment or an artifact and an enchantment. Hell yeah. Uh, the most boring card in Commander, I'm I'm calling it right now, Harmonize. Shout out to Dana Roach. Yeah, Dana. Play better cards. They're more exciting. <laughs> like Manolith. Yes. Come on, bro. Play Madeline. Oh. Explosive Venge. <laughs> <laughs> Harmonize draws three cards. Farseek. Search for land. Decimate. Oh, yeah. There we go. I, this is one of the reasons I knew Brando would like this deck. Love this Destroy card. target. Artifact. Creech. Enchantment. <clears throat> and. And. And land. You know what's better than when it says both? And. When it just lists a bunch of things then ends with and. <laughs> Oh, all right. We're gonna blasphemous act. That is thirteen to each creature. Costs one less to cast for each creature on the battlefield instead of nine. Typically, we pay one. Yes, that's good. So we're, we were talking about sweet art earlier. We're talking about alternate win cons earlier. Yep. We're talking about approach of the second sun right now. That is it. This is a sorcery for white and six. If Approach of the Second Sun was cast from your hand and you've cast another spell named Approach of the Second Sun this game, you win the game. Okay. Whoa. How do we do this? Well, let's find out. Otherwise, put Approach of the Second Sun into its owner's library, seventh from the top. You gain seven life. Cool. Okay. So we cast it once. We gain seven life. We, sh we put it back in seven from the top. Seven turns later, we cast it again. We win the game. Yes. And we we make sure that that happens by countering everything that might kill us and or sweeping the board with Blasphemous Act, Wrath of God, Decimate, what have you. Yeah. Or just non-profitable blocks that keep us alive a la Young Pyromancer. Yeah, like if you're alive with one life left and you've won the game, it doesn't matter that you only have one life left. Because well, you've won you, the game. You would have eight life back if you if you gained seven <laughs> and then won with approach, right? So uh, you can't exact seize yourself in this deck. <laughs> that's unfortunate. But that's a cool one. We're going on to some enchanties. Ooh, yeah. And one of them is a little bit weird. I'm not sure why it's in here, but we'll, we'll talk about it anyways. Sure, we got uh, Butt Moon. Yeah, all non-basics are mountains. I'm going to wager that we're going to see lots of basics in this deck. Again, three-color deck just to troll people. F yeah. We got a Mirari's Wake. This one's a little bit weird because it's ramp and it's creature pump and it costs five. So once we're at five, do we need double mana? Maybe for Kozilex, right? Yeah. Do we need the creature buff? I don't know if we do. Young Pyromancer It's, it's like 25 maybe? bucks. Like, do we need it? Yeah, we could probably cut that for uh, a life force. Yeah, I got a couple suggestions too. We'll talk about I think about life forces are 25 bucks, aren't they? No. Were, are, no, are they not lots? They, they were printed in like fourth edition or something with white borders. They're like four oh, cents. I'm thinking of the. I have a black bordered one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is it like alpha beta? Yes. Neat? Yeah, I think it is. Sure. Well, Neat. put it in. If you got it, run it. Yeah, man. All right, next up we have uh, your favorite card. Yeah. Smothering Tide. Yeah, that's it. That gives us a treasure unless they pay two every time they draw, and they will. They will draw, and they. Oh. Very not very often do they pay two. Yeah, what you said. They yeah. will draw. Not very often do they pay two. Yeah. Uh, we have a Sylvan Library. Oh, and we'll draw. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is at the beginning of your draw step. You may draw 
two additional cards. If you do choose two cards in your hand drawn this turn, <laughs> this is such a weird card, put them back if you don't pay four life for each card. Essentially what that means is during your turn, draw three cards, pay eight life. Yeah. Doesn't sound worth it. Trust me, though, it is. Every time virtually, yes. Uh, now, I F and did not know this card existed, and I'm super happy I do now because I will get one of these and I will run it in something. It is Presence of the Master. This is it. Whenever a player casts an enchantment spell, counter it. Boom. <laughs> That is awesome, especially with this new set. Oh, it's man. It's like, fuck your whole life. Yeah. F you, Max Crandell, and your Enchanter's <laughs> deck. We're coming for you. <laughs> this is an enchantment for white and three. And it's got a... Um, it looks like it's like Theros art. It looks like those um, those marble statue planeswalkers kind of hate. It looks Elspeth enough. Yeah. It also kind of looks like one of those... Uh, um, I don't... I watched Doctor Who a little bit, but the... There's one of the things, one of the recurring villains that shows up where when you're not looking at them, they can move around, and then when you look at them, they turn into statues. Oh, like a ghost from Mario? Exactly, like a yeah. ghost from Mario. Except, and it, they look kind of like that, except they have scary faces. Oh, yeah. You know what You know what show I've never seen not one episode of ever? Doctor Who? Yes. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> I feel like I could have said virtually any TV show there, and you would have said yes. Yes. <laughs> Denver the Last Dinosaur. Never heard of it. Booyah. <laughs> I don't think anybody has. <laughs> All right, let's do some artifacts. Yeah, clump some of these mana rocks. All right, we got Arcane Signet, Felwarstone, Sol Ring, and the Great Henge. Mm, you're clumping the Great Henge? I'm going to clump the Great Henge. It it's is a the, mana rock. It's a mana rock that gains you life and draws you cards and makes your creatures bigger. All at the same time. <coughs> what? That's yeah, that's all it does. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's, it's just a medium. Yeah, that costs medium, two. Medium power card. There's no way that card, that card was a mistake. There's no way. No. Nah. No, it costs nine. Yeah. But what we mean by nine is two. Uh, yes. 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 We all know the Great Henge. All right. Uh, what else? We have an Immortal Sun. This one, hey? Okay. So this is a six drop. Can activate Planeswalker abilities. Cool. This is the Great Henge of Ixalan. Yeah. At the beginning of your draw step, draw an additional card. Cool. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to see something there for our six mana. Yep. Okay. Spells you cast cost one less to cast. Ooh. Ooh so we're going to make that six mana back. Yep. Okay. Okay. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, we don't care about that ability that much in this deck, but I mean, maybe we're going to have 10 elemental tokens. This card is a cool card. I like it. That card is a mighty card. Yeah. It's like, it's expensive now too, I think. It's very commander feeling. And I like that. Oh, yeah. Cards that definitely feel like they were designed for us. Yeah. Uh, a card that is also kind of spiked in recent years, thanks to people who we don't talk about around here, is Vidalcan Ori. Yeah, <laughs> I get what you did there. Yeah. This is a four-drop artifact. You may cast non-land cards as though they had flash. It's cool. Yeah, shout out to Josh LaCroix. There, I said it. <laughs> and the last one, another one of those cards that I just... I swear at it every time I see it. Yep. It's a Sunforger. That is an equipment that equips for three, cast it for three. Equipped creature gets plus four, plus oh. I think people forget that sometimes. I All the time. Sometimes you just got to beat in. Yep. Sometimes you just have to slap somebody's lips off. And sometimes you, you equip and then you unattach it to search for a white instant or sorcery card with converted mana cost four or less. And then you cast it, and it's a pump spell, and then you re-equip Sunforger. <laughs> <laughs> so you, like, you, you, if you search for a Screaming Fury that gives plus 5, plus 0, and then you re-equip your Sunforger, that's plus 9, plus 0 on your commander. Let's say it's, like, a Feather the Redeemed, and all of a sudden you've got, like, a two-shot kill because you're going to get that that Screaming Fury back, and you're going to have Sun, Sunforger equipped, and you can attack with Feather next turn. Yeah. Just a shout out there to any Feather players. Screaming Fury is a card that exists. And then you can unequip it again to path their shitty blocker. Yes. Because why not? Just a shout out to Zata players too. Screaming Fury does exist. <laughs> you got eight tokens. You got seven tokens in Zata. Screaming Fury, 40 damage. They die. That's the whole deck. Yeah. Well, we're looking at the 35 lands. Yeah. It's, uh, uh let, let's just, we'll, we'll go over them. Let's go over them. <laughs> let's, let's do We don't usually do this, but there aren't very many. Let's just do it. Sure. We'll, we'll tech the land suite. Forest. It taps for green. Mountain. It taps for red. Plains. Taps for white. End of land suite. All lands <laughs> come into play untapped. Yes. <laughs> now that's, hey man, that's rare. That's pretty sweet. They all tap for your colors. This is a super affordable mana How base. How does he even play the, the Kozilek? 
Así no puede. Oh man, not even a temple of the false god or nothing. Nope. Well, nope. Is I good am, on you, Dolphin Jesus. That I is a good mana that. base right there. That is ballsy does as hell. Does not bend over to Blood Moon. Does not bend over to Ruination. Yep. None of the land affecting things that we play. We don't give a shit about them. That's it. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. So that's the whole deck. That is great. That is it. And you, when you when you use one of the ten counter spells in this deck. Every time somebody's going to be like, oh, God, does he have it? Oh, God. Right? Yeah, man. Well, you know when the blue player has it because they're like, oh, yeah, I'm so blue. I probably just have it, right? Yeah. But you never know in this deck because the, the, the counter spells. Because fucking red, green, white. And the counter spells are more specific, right? And it's like, oh, God, what do I do? <laughs> and, 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 and you cast your artifact. And they don't cast the like the artifact blast or whatever it is, and then they just go oh, vandal blast, and you're like, tilt <laughs> <laughs> it off the earth. Doesn't matter what card it is. Exactly. And now you're playing poker with Skeletor in the fucking Shadow Realm. And oh there you are. man, that's so great. <laughs> so s those are like the strengths, right? Yes, it's unexpected and it's effing cool. Yes. Alternate win con, of course. We on CCO podcast do like those very much. I, I touched on no real good counter spells, and maybe that's a weakness, but it could also be the strength, right? Well, the, the tilt factor. There's there are counter spells in this Naya deck, Ryan. There are ten of them. That's right. That's pretty cool. You know what? I'm gonna jump ahead real quick just to the spice calculator because my computer just gave me the low battery notification. Okay. Twenty-two Johan decks on EDHREC.com. Yeah, that puts him just above Tana and Ikiri, and just below. Bruce Tarl and Tana. So he is down there with them partner commanders that nobody plays. 23 <laughs> lists on EDH rec. Average Ooh. CMC thanks to Kozilex <laughs> that you can't cast. 3.46. Wow. That's pretty high for one drop counterspell dot deck. Yeah. That's fine though. No tutors. Excellent. Cards different than the average stock list on EDHREC.com. Oh, you want to take a guess? This is going to be the awesome. The cards different than the stock EDHREC list is higher than the spice calculator on some decks we've featured. Whoa. 56 different cards. Holy shit. <laughs> Punch it all in, you get a 75. There it is. 75 spices. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. We. Like that. I like that so a lot. I just wanted to get that out of the way in case the computer dies. I wanted to have a couple. What? What about something about this deck screams at me? The card insist from Torment, forty-four cent rare, says the next creature you cast can't be countered and draw a card and it? draw a I, card. I, green one. I know those cards. Just That's, green. Yeah, it's just, green. Just green. Yeah. Can't be countered. Your next creature can't be countered, so your Kozilek or whatever can't be countered. Draw a card. Sweet. So that's kind of counterspelly in this deck. The sure. other one that I was thinking of is Bind, and that's maybe the one you're thinking of. It's Green One from Invasion. Ooh. Counter target activated ability. Direct. Draw a card. Oh. So you're gonna get random activated abilities out in out in the wild. Yeah. Nice fetch land, you dink. Yeah, but if you see a commander with an activated ability or a fetch land on like turn two, oh, get bent. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you draw a card back. It replaces itself in green. It's like it's like Veil of Summer. <laughs> Man, it's freaking good. So I love those. Tons of fun. This deck made us both laugh and smile. We were having a good time before we did the deck, and I think the deck just kind of set the tone for the face-to-face -face open that we're going to in a I couple think, minutes. I think that this was a great deck to do today of all days. I think this was the this was the day that we needed a deck that plays blue. With no blue in it. Oh, yes. Yes. So we'll be back next week probably for one more new way to play blue. Oh, and we're going to have to come up with something to, oh, to top this. I think that we have an idea in the in the mill, I think. We I talked think so. about something, and it's going to... It's going to be some shit, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Now, that shouldn't discourage anybody from sending in their blue decks to commandercookout at gmail.com or, of course, the preferred deck list channel on the Discord. If you're a patron 
of the show, you do get access to the Discord channel. You can chat with us there. And of course, the certain the certain pledge tier has the 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 decklist channel available. So we always like getting lists there. And we do look at them all. We do save them all for future inspirations, arcs of audiences and what have you, yes, right? Sometimes things don't fit into what we're doing like right then. But sometimes they give us ideas to build decks in real life uh, that we're going to play personally. Sometimes they're just really cool and we're going to save them for another time. So if you don't hear about it right away after you send it in, don't be discouraged because it's it's probably on the list. It very much is on the list because we do keep a list of all of the ones that we receive. Now, thank our glorious sponsors. Tell people about where to find us. The deck giveaway. We're giving away packs at the open. And final thought of the day. All right. If you want to get into enter... Er, either of our giveaways for this current arc you can interact with us anywhere on facebook tag us share the show share a video share anything leave a comment on one of ryan's articles whatever oh yeah we didn't mention our other giveaway the 25 dollars face-to-face store credit and if you tag face-to-face on twitter or on social media along with us you can get entered to win the 25 dollars credit from there the only caveat to that one is you need to have an account with face-to-facegames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store so that they can credit that to you. You can buy some sweet rares or some sweet junk if you want to build this deck. Cause yeah, how much, I, how much did the deck? We didn't say how much it cost. Uh, 426 American, so about 800 Canadian. Yeah, cut the Kozileks that we can't cast anyways. Cut the Morari's Wake, and we're like we're looking at a $80 deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could probably cut the Blood Moon too, honestly. You probably could. Yeah, that's fine. You probably could save some money there too. So this deck is very affordable. I've already said it, but thank you very much to -to face-to-facegames.com, Canada's biggest magic store, for helping us keep the lights on and providing us with the opportunity to meet members of CCO Nation at events like the Face-to-Face Open that we are going to head off to in just a little bit. Uh, This episode will obviously air after it's already over, so I hope that we got to see lots of you there, and I hope that you had as much fun as we totally planned to do. As for this deck, like me and Ryan said, this is a super fun one. And it was something that we're really glad that we got to do before we're going to go out and have fun is talk about something that is built to be fun. It's meant to sit down and play a casual game of Magic the Gathering cards with your friends or with some new people that will be your friends soon because that's what magic is about. It's about being with people and tilting them off the damn earth because that's fun and... When people are not on the earth with you because they're somewhere else and you can still see them and you look at that glazed look in their eyes and you're like, I can't believe you just tapped a forest and countered my shit. It is a truly blessed feeling and a great thing to behold. Oh, yeah, 100%. It's amazing. So, that being said, thank you, Dolphin Jesus, for sending in the deck. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we are going to be back next week for another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs>